Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, March 7th, and we have completed week nine of 2022. I want to take this opportunity to thank all the listeners. We really do appreciate you tuning in and cannot thank you enough. If you haven't already done so, please be sure to leave a review of how this podcast helps you on the podcast player that you're using. We would love to hear your opinions and thoughts. Now, let's get to the headlines. Sabre has severed its distribution agreement with Russian airline Aeroflot and is taking immediate steps to remove Aeroflot's content from its GDS. Amadeo said it has begun suspending the distribution of Aeroflot fares and its systems. Travelport said it has taken the decision to immediately suspend Aeroflot sales from the platform. Sabre has a separate agreement to provide its Sabersonic passenger service system for Aeroflot. That deal is currently intact. Sabre also said it has around 1,500 employees in Poland and has donated $1 million to the Polish Red Cross. The funds will be used to purchase supplies for the refugees. In the fallout from Russia's invasion of Ukraine, American Airlines and United Airlines have reportedly halted the use of Russian aerospace and are also looking to temporarily cancel two routes between the U.S. and India. According to CNN, the airline plans to cancel San Francisco to New Delhi and Newark to Mumbai. In addition to temporary cancellation, United Airlines intends to reroute flights between Newark and Delhi as well as between Chicago and New Delhi. American and Alaska have also suspended partnership benefits with Russia's S-7 Airlines, which is a fellow One World Alliance member. Both airlines have also suspended their interline relationship with Russia's largest airline, Aeroflot. Meanwhile, Delta Airlines suspends its co-chair agreement with the Russian airline, Aeroflot. Delta Airlines said on Friday that it has stopped co-chairing with the Russian airline effective immediately. Both airlines are members of the Sky Team Alliance. Delta has removed its code from the Aeroflot-operated flights and removed Aeroflot's code from the Delta-operated flights. Delta said accommodations will be made for any customers affected by the changes. The U.S. has become the latest country to ban Russian aircraft from flying into its airspace due to the invasion. President Biden announced the closure of U.S. airspace to Russian airlines during his State of the Union address to Congress in Washington, D.C. on Tuesday. Russia, of course, is retaliating by banning airlines from 36 countries, including all 27 EU members, from using its airspace. American Airlines has revamped its loyalty program. The key difference in the new iteration of the Advantage program is that elite tier qualifications now will be tracked by using one metric, loyalty points. One qualifying mile earned equals one loyalty point. Members can earn points by flying American and its partners or by purchases made with the Advantage credit card. Members for 2022 must accumulate 30,000 points for gold status, 75,000 for platinum, 125,000 for platinum pro, and 200,000 for executive platinum. Once a member has attained the status level, it will be valid through March 31st of the following year. Advantage miles will now also expire after 24 months of inactivity. Any account activity that leads to miles being earned or redeemed resets the counter expiration. Now in news related to changes in travel due to the pandemic. 
United Airlines will cut 17 more regional routes from its hub network. The cuts include a 50-seat jet service to 10 destinations and 70- to 76-seat service to 7 destinations. Some are routes that United suspended during the pandemic but had plans to resume them. The cuts are only the latest for United and its regional network. The airline, like other network airlines, has been slashing regional routes in recent months due to pilot shortage and because regional routes are often their least profitable. Another country is cutting down on travel requirements. Italy, which has been one of the top international destinations for North American travelers, will no longer require those who are fully vaccinated to show a negative COVID-19 test in order to enter the country. Instead, international travelers will simply have to show that they have been fully vaccinated within nine months of their arrival or have received a booster shot should their final dose be outside of that nine-month period. Those who are not fully vaccinated can still show a negative rapid test taken within 48 hours of arrival in order to enter freely without quarantine. The unwinding of Hawaii's COVID-19 travel rules continue. This week, the governor confirmed that the state's safe travel program will come to an end after March 25th, allowing domestic visitors to travel to Hawaii without having to show proof of vaccination or a negative test result, and without having to quarantine upon arrival. International travelers will still have to abide by the U.S. rules. The state will continue to enforce its indoor mask mandate and is the last remaining U.S. state to do so. Twenty twenty two will be filled with news of mergers and new partnerships. Two of Canada's original low cost airlines are coming together. Canadian airline WestJet announced that it has reached a deal to acquire both Sunwing Vacations and Sunwing Airlines, bringing together two of Canada's travel industry's big names. While details are still in the works, the deal, which is expected to close in late 2022, will see WestJet create a new tour operating company under the WestJet Group, which will include both Sunwing Vacations and WestJet Vacations. The company will be led by the current CEO and will be headquartered in Toronto. The WestJet Group maintains its head office in Calgary. TripActions has acquired Scandinavian corporate travel management company, Rezia AB, further boosting its fast-growing footprint in Europe. Financial details were undisclosed. Rezia has a heavy focus on meetings and events, including conferences and worldwide congresses, and such business makes up more than one quarter of its sales volume, according to TripActions. The acquisition of the Sweden-based Rezia increases our market share in Scandinavia and gives TripActions a strong management team with deep market expertise. This is according to TripActions' recently appointed EMEA General Manager. The Travel Corporation has announced plans to combine its touring brands into a single entity called TTC Tour Brands Division. The new division centralizes operations for Trivalga, Contiki, Insight, Luxury Gold, and Cost Saver. Gavin Tolman has been announced as the CEO of the newly created division, which has been launched in a global reorganization to serve a single source of sales and marketing and operations for the individual brands. The existing brands will remain in place in the new structure and will have their identities and points of difference further elevated. TMC Network Global Star Travel Management has expanded its presence in Japan with World Travel Systems, WTS, joining as a new partner. WTS, which has been in business for 33 years, focuses on both the corporate and leisure travel markets and is the largest international flight ticket wholesaler in Japan. James Stevenson, CEO of Global Star, said WTS was its sixth new partner to join the network in the last 11 months. WTS brings intimate knowledge of the local market, a reputation for service, agility, and flexibility. Together, we can now guarantee our customers have the same degree of consistency and support for all their Japanese travel needs, according to the CEO.
UK-based Business Travel Association, BTA, has formed a new partnership with ground transport management specialist First Travel Solutions. FTS, which is a division of Transport Operator First Group, has become one of BTA's prime partners and will take part in the association's annual conference. The ground transport expert has been working with TMCs and corporate clients for nearly 40 years and has expanded its sales teams to be focused on providing solutions for customers. The TSA has opened a TSA pre-check screening checkpoint in Nassau, the first pre-check location outside the U.S. The expedited screening program for low-cost travelers operates at more than 200 airports in the U.S. and streamlines the security screening process for passengers departing on outbound flights. TSA and the Nassau Airport Authority recently launched a test phase of the program last summer to train airport security personnel and procedures for protocols for pre-check in the Bahamas. Hopper is making its third acquisition in less than a year. The travel marketplace valued at $5 billion is acquiring Paris-based airline merchandising and customer platform Smooth. Terms of the details are not disclosed. Last spring, Hopper acquired the team from Journey and in October it acquired PlacePass. Smos, founded in 2019, provides solutions on top of reservation systems for increasing ancillary revenue and also streamlining flight disruption recovery. The entire team, including co-founder and CEO, will join Hopper as part of the team leading its B2B initiative. All too often, when I'm traveling and I walk into a rental car center, I see people standing in line. I always ask myself, why are they standing and waiting in line? Do they not know about Emerald Club, National's loyalty program? With Emerald Club, there is no line to wait on, and you can pick up any car in the Emerald Isle Row when you book a mid-sized car. That's right, a mid-sized car. You can get a full-size, an SUV, whatever's in the car lot. So the next time you rent a car, don't waste your time. Instead of getting a mid-sized car, get an upgrade. Sign up with Emerald Club at nationalcar.com. And now in news related to the return to travel. Qantas has recorded a loss before tax of $622 million for the last six months reporting period, its fourth during the pandemic. The airline also posted underlying loss before taxes of $1.28 billion, but despite the figures, it included a $650 million financial hit from the Omicron variant and $60 million from delayed border openings. The airline said its recovery program was ahead of schedule to deliver more than $900 million in annualized cost benefits by the end of fiscal year 2022. Qatar Airways Privilege Club is dropping its own miles for one of the most recognizable frequent flyer programs in the world. In a press release, the airline announced that it would dump its own QMILS currency for the combined points benefits of Avios. Under the plan announced by Qatar, the transition will take place no later than the end of March 2022. All QMILS will be transferred to Avios on a direct one-to-one basis. If the flyer has 50,000 QMILS, they will get 50,000 Avios in exchange. British Airways has announced a third daily flight between Newark Airport and London Heathrow. The new daylight service departs Newark at 8 a.m. and arrives into London Heathrow at 8 p.m. For U.S. travelers, the advantage is an extra night at home rather than flying overnight to London. The new flight will depart starting June 6, 2022 and will be served daily by a Boeing 777 with a new club suite cabin. United Airlines has launched a new shortcut for backdrops in its seven U.S. hubs effective immediately. United claimed that the new process takes a minute or less on average. To use the service, customers can check in on the United app and select the number of bags they plan to check. At the designated shortcut location at the airport, travelers can place the bag on a scale and scan the boarding pass at the kiosk. A United staff member will check the traveler's ID, apply the bag tag, and complete the process. 
Ground Transport Provider Six has made a record pre-tax profit of 442 million euros in 2021, thanks to a strong growth in both Europe and the U.S. The Germany-based company saw its revenue rise by 49% to 2.28 billion euros last year due to higher prices, while also gaining significant market share in Europe. Revenue in its home market of Germany increased by nearly 10% year on year to almost 740 million euros. Six added that it has put its European business on a broader footing and gained new customers across all markets. The company's share of the European car rental market increased from 17% in 2019 to 24% in 2021. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope that you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this podcast by searching "Business Travel 360" on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or Pandora. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they can also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well. 